0: Boy. What if
1: I said field boy? You should be able to figure out how to get ducks. I, you feel? And, I,
0: and I do that. Do you? I do figure out how mm, to get ducks.
1: Sometimes. I've seen some videos where you don't.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, all right. well, oh. So everyone, uh, we have my oldest sister, Kristen. Now is she super old? Yeah. Um, but she <laughs> she brought the zingers though, bud. She is uh, 10 years my senior. She's almost exactly 10 years older than me. Yeah. And so, so she was my wisdom. She was my father's first son And uh, my That's dad right. Rob Took her out hunting all the time And up on roofs and all that shit Oh yeah And so uh, I figured it'd be kind of a cool episode Of like one of many of Like women who actually hunt To get them on the podcast And hear some of their their thoughts on The industry and whatever However my sister isn't really um, oh, Immersed the industry. She's not really immersed in social media Like <clears throat> We are. <laughs> yeah,
2: like you just got TikTok last week.
1: Oh, hey, now. I've been on there for a month at least posting gardening videos. <laughs> right, okay. You get off my back. Okay. I'm almost 40.
0: Drinking Ooh. a Malbec or something. Can I
1: have a Malbec or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God. But anyway, my uh, my sister Kristen is the shit, one of my best friends, even though I never see her. And uh, still mm-hmm. to this day, one of my favorite people to hunt with just because of the sentimentality. Mm. And um I word. I have always not a word. word is it yeah. not a
1: word? But keep going. I love
0: it. Well, what's the word I was looking for then? Is this where your good grammar value. comes from? Sentimental view value. Thank Sentimentality you. isn't a no. word. Oh, Sentimental a value. Yeah. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look no, that up not. while we're doing the intro. <laughs> yeah, but do. Connor, can you key us in on the intro? Thank you. <laughs>
2: Should I let this? Should I let this keep going? Because you don't. It's not a word. So you're, and you're trying to find it. Hey, dude. <laughs> All right, yeah. Not Guess on- <laughs> what I
0: found. What? Not a word. Urban sentimentality. Dictionary? Excessive tenderness, sadness, or nostalgia. It's uh, a noun.
1: What's the site, though? What are you? What source yeah, what's are you the source? Source?
0: It says dictionary. Dictionary so.
1: from what? No. Siri.
0: I'm going to no. look it up
1: now, it's too. C- Connor, Connor
2: it's roll the-, the intro again, please.
1: Coming, <laughs> coming from the almost 40-year-old, you need a credible source for your paper, sir.
2: Give us the
0: intro again.
1: Oh, God.
0: No. <laughs> Stop. It's from the Oxford New New Oxford American Dictionary.
1: Mm, okay.
0: I was going to say, I
2: swear right. to God I heard it on like okay. Joe Rogan or something. You know? Hey, guys, Merriam-Webster sentimentality. It's, it's <gasps> a fucking word. Alright, okay, you win That makes me mad when you're right
1: I wish everyone could see your stare
2: Yeah, it's fucking smug (laughs) It's smug, (laughs)
1: dude Lord, help me no, I just need about? to rub
0: that in your face.
1: No, I, it's been it's been a while. We should yeah. move on to something else. It's been a
0: while.
2: It's been a while since he's been right.
0: <laughs> I know. So Kristen. So Kristen, for everyone on the podcast, give us a little intro into you, who you are, what you do, and then um, how much you hate me. How about that? Go ahead.
1: Okay. Well, I Go love ahead. you. More than most people on this planet. That's true. You are also one of my best friends. Yes. You were the brother that I never had until mom and dad had you. Um or maybe the And suns- then he was
2: the sister you always wanted. Maybe- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the I'm the eldest of four. And uh when my brother came along, I was like, whoa, somebody runs at my speed and has my kind of brain. This is like really cool, and he's also really weird. Am I weird? Uh, so that was a fun realization for me when I was yes. like 13, when you really came into, like came into your own as a toddler. That was fun. Um, So I, I'm married. I have a couple of kids. I have a five and an eight year old. My five year old is going to kindergarten this fall. So that's frightening. And I do med device marketing and I live outside of Minneapolis. I was born and raised in Minnesota. Lots of hobbies you probably don't want to hear about because this is all yeah. about hunting.
3: Did you did you ever have to change Joey's diaper?
1: Oh yeah. Don't no diaper jokes. Did, no he, jokes. did
3: he ever pee on you? It's no, no. For you.
1: no. I I would definitely recall that okay. he never peed on me. Okay. Thank you, thank you for that.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> I was thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I should never pee on Kristen. Yeah.
1: She's too respectable.
0: Exactly. That's what you yeah. I don't want the sentimentality to be ruined, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> God help us all. Oh, boy. He will not help you here.
2: So, um, <laughs> so, Kristen, did you teach Joey how to hunt?
1: Mm. You know, I don't recall teaching you how to hunt. Our, Our dad is a very good teacher he is very that's true he's a very instructive person he's very verbal he'll go through from a to z he'll have the right emphasis on the right syllables and just (laughs) and take you through i love that (laughs) everything everything so i don't think i had to teach joey anything i think we really just enjoyed hunting together that's true
3: so outside of hunting did you teach him what did you teach him oh Oh. she taught me a decent amount actually that Carried
0: over into real life quite a bit. Um, <laughs> she taught me how to do a backflip on the trampoline for oh, starters. that's True, that's true. Kristen was in gymnastics, and that made me want to be in gymnastics.
1: You were a really good gymnast.
2: Thank you. And that makes sense. You know, I've got a feminine player, gymnast. He's you are very- not feminine.
1: You're like. Compact and very strong <laughs> The Olympics are going on right uh, now So this is like hyper relevant yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm going to be honest dude If you feel like you're strong <laughs> You you got to watch the guys at the Olympics
0: Dude I don't know Have you seen these baseball mitts you'll that be I call like, hands
2: I am sub bitch
1: <laughs> They're like little sausage fingers
0: I know Jimmy Dean Little sausages If you want any breakfast <laughs> Go ahead Grab I don't, a skillet I don't want breakfast Grab from a skillet from you. <laughs> Oh my god No but Kristen uh, Kristen taught me a lot about drinking um, oh, did I? Oh, yeah. I remember you remember something. A Malbec or something. And uh, she also with an invited F, me up to St. Cloud when she was there. And mm. I was very young. And she left me for I don't even know how long, maybe eight minutes. And all of her friends got me very drunk by the time she got back. Oh, that sounds And, cool. and she was 12. Oh, I shit you now. They're like, Joey, 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 drink this, drink this. All of her friends <laughs> always really liked me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's because like I was a little crazy, you're like a little flip. crazy. They were like, oh, he's, he can run up the wall and do a backflip. You should have a beer Oh, that's right. You, you should do a, a backflip off. Oh, the he was a little that? ninja. Absolutely, yeah, I can still not. do that. He can still yeah. do that.
2: Absolutely, I can. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you do it. Really? <laughs>
0: oh, yep. easy money. All right, and the shake is on. Okay, All right, there it is. No, we shook on it, and we'll probably we'll, put it on Instagram. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. We're gonna hey, post that. On I the store. can't do it here because it's vinyl siding. Oh, sure, sure. I'll break it. And I'm about to put a hail okay. claim in on this place. But anyway, anyway so
2: <laughs> there's some stone on the barn, though. That's fine. We'll do it there. I mean, we could do it there. Yeah, Any, we'll anyway. It there. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. okay.
0: So, um, no, but Kristen and I just grew up hunting together. And uh, and then it just, like, stopped one day. Why did it stop?
3: Why
1: did it stop? Yeah. Well, when you have children, you have to give up almost all of your hobbies, <laughs> if not actually all of them. Mm. Yeah. Plus, the rest of your life.
2: I've heard it depends if you want to be, like, a, a parent who's there, you know?
1: Yeah, and I don't mean that be, uh, to sound like I don't love my children, because I do, which is why I gave up most slash all of my hobbies. So, you know, ho- hobbies change. You gave and up drinking? So we hunt, we hunt much less. I gave up drinking. You can you still gave- drink when you're a parent. No, I know,
0: but you said you gave up your hobbies, and <laughs> drinking was one of the only hobbies. My mom said
2: you have to drink when you're a parent. <laughs> Well, she's your mom, so you
1: should really consider before you share stuff like that.
2: Trust me. Here's the thing, though. (laughs) Me as a kid, I I get it. we were terrible kids. Even worse.
1: You were not terrible kids. I remember you guys when you were kids. You were were not terrible.
2: We were always in trouble. Cops were always over because we were jumping off the roof to the trampoline. My mom wasn't home. You know. Big I deal. mean, we weren't that bad You were
0: bad jumping kids. on the
1: trampoline. I but mean, yeah, from
0: the, neighbor, the roof. You know right? what I mean. The neighbors oh. are being call- were calling the cops.
2: And- were we building huge penises out of snow in people's yards? Absolutely. Sure. You know, were we lighting fires in the street? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, were we running our skateboards into people's mailboxes at full speed while we... 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just <laughs> oh being God. a
1: kid. And like the fact that your neighbor your neighbor's called the cops is just, mm, whatever.
3: Pussy and motherfucker. So when did did you uh, move out?
1: Um, I went to college at 18. I came back when college was over in... when oh, I was 21. Date yourself? Oh, I thought you were going to nope, give the year. No, I was not going to give the year. 2001. Um, 2001 is when I graduated high school. And then in 2005, <laughs> I moved back. I know y'all are so that young. we graduated. <laughs> <long, laughs> <long,
2: laughs> that is a long road back. That <laughs> is, <long> <laughs> greg- is a long
1: road back for sure. Because I had an internship that paid 10 bucks an hour. Holy What was shit. I going to do? I wanted to get in the marketing and advertising That's industry. So I took the back internship. Back then, I stayed with my parents. I had a basement. What did I care? They had a great place. Dude, yeah. in 85, that's ha- a lot. I was money. happy to move back in there. It was great.
0: Yeah. Connor, do you know who she got her first real marketing, marketing job with? I could guess. Probably the same person I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. How was that? Oh, Howie How- T? A
1: lot of lot of outdoors marketing. It was really fun. Stratos Boats, Wrangler's Jeans, like a lot of fun brands. It was good.
3: Nice. nice so, nice. so Kristen, did you When she moved out, did you miss her? Of course I did. Yeah.
0: She was always the fun sister and showered me with gifts. And, I did? And attention. Mm. Every time you went out of the country, you brought me back something. I was like, oh, oh well, that's for cool sure. shit.
1: And you then brought me back you... a
0: boomerang from Australia. I was like, this is so fucking cool.
1: Well, talk about a boomerang moment. When you went to Italy, you brought me a cookbook home. And I was like, <laughs> look at this kid all grown up bringing mm-hmm. me gifts.
2: I know. It is a cool book, by the way.
1: It is a cool book.
2: Yeah. I was just looking at it the other night. Yeah. No, it's uh, it was not cheap.
0: So write that down.
1: I got it. Yep. It, it was. It's expensive. In my
0: gifts
2: are assumed. No, but
0: but anyway, you grew up. Uh, like, when were you a kid hunting with dad? Like, when did you start hunting with dad? Like four or five.
1: Uh, as soon as I could pee in the woods is what he tells me. <laughs> he said, "As soon as you could pee in the woods is when I started taking you hunting." So I'm sure I was. Because you probably do that well before you go on the toilet, I would guess. So maybe four or five. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: my God. What did you like to hunt the most?
1: Uh, I like anything and uh, from when I was a kid and now. I don't like to sit down for too long. So, like deer, not a fan. Same. Turkey, not Same. a fan. Same. Okay. <laughs> um, I like ducks, geese, and especially anything where you're walking, like grouse or pheasant. So we have a pheasant hunting dog. We got him specifically for pheasant hunting. Primo. Primo, the vishla, or some people say hmm. Yeah, so that's that's what I prefer. So you're moving around, lots of action.
0: But you could call geese pretty well.
1: I could, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Using a Tim Grounds guide flute, that tan one, that tan yellow one. Oh, dude, yeah, that's a yeah. throwback. Yeah,
1: the Tim Grounds call.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. like, do the you slid. remember? Do you remember hunting with him at the cabin in L'Aquiparo? Mm-hmm. Like oh, you, yeah. you actually remember Tim? Yeah. See, me personally, I don't because I was so young. I mean, I remember him, but like- How
1: many old jokes are we going to have? Is this just- (laughs) No, no. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) So what's going on a lot right now, and this is one of the reasons why I want to bring you on other than I love you and whatever. And I feel like you have such a cool background.
1: Sentimentality and and all that. Sentimentality and all Mm -hmm. that.
0: Yeah, I feel like you have such a cool background. But like the thing with hunting nowadays, there's a lot of women out there, like influencers. Great. Who are just posting. You <laughs> don't know where it. I'm going. You don't know where <laughs> oh, I'm going with this. Oh, are going to
1: get disappointed?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a little disappointing. But there's a lot of women who have like a shitload of followers on Instagram, YouTube, social media. TikTok is a big one too. Mm-hmm. But where they just have huge boobs and they're like wearing a bikini all the time. And like, they'll just like post a picture with a duck and they're just like showing some sort of cleavage, whatever.
2: Sure.
0: You know, just like using their body, using sex, sex cells. You know? it does. And so, but the crazy part is that companies are actually paying these people or they're giving them free product, whatever.
1: Oh, that's surprising. Actually.
0: So my, uh,
2: is it though? Cause I mean, they have so many followers that it's like, can I they guess afford the not to? The followers
1: are there, but I mean, just, so I'm in marketing. So just who you partner with to promote your brand is a big deal and it reflects on you as a brand. So I'm, I, that's why I'm surprised because usually hunting brands are really conservative and they have a conservative audience. Um, but,
2: uh, yeah, but yes and no, right? Because, like, they're conservative in some ways. Indeed. But also, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't a lot like, of... Cars and
3: motorcycles be, tech, you know, usually a conservative crowd, too, and they're, you know, that's, like,
2: mm-hmm. that industry yeah, that's is... a great point. It's conservative from a male's perspective, I think. Yeah, A lot totally. of the time, right? Because, totally. like, it's conservative from, like, a political standpoint. It's conservative in a lot of ways, but when it comes to, like, a pretty girl holding a duck... hmm What's their market? You know, guys you know, are like pretty girls holding ducks. How
0: <laughs> many how many people have you seen kill their first duck? Probably quite in a few. in person. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, a dozen. I, I or mean, two? a lot. Couple dozen. Like a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, you can tell by how they're holding the bird; they don't know what they're doing.
1: Of course, right. Yeah.
0: So, like, they're just like holding it by its beak or. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're doing weird stuff. uh, They're holding it by the wing. Two hands. And so like, that's what a lot of people in social media without naming names are doing and they're getting paid for it. So my question for you for being in marketing Uh, and being like you, you're a real hunter or you mm -hmm. have been a real hunter and like, you, you know how it goes. Like you don't do it as much.
1: Yeah. Yes. But still, ouch.
0: Because of your children and you love your children. I do love them. You're going to stop loving your children. You're going to (laughs) come hunting with me more. So Well,
1: they're getting to the age where they can come now.
0: I know. I know. I feel like B would love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Real Dude, quick, She'd
1: be savage.
0: Oh, she, she is a savage. Watch out. So, so you as a marketing <laughs> director, whatever you, you have been a marketing director, yeah. you've you've been in charge of marketing for companies and Correct. accounts and all that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Do you feel like that does good things for the hunting industry of getting more people into it by paying a girl who's showing her tits and, Her ass, whatever. Do you feel like that's good for the sport or do you feel like it's bad for the sport in the long run?
2: I feel like the way you're presenting that question is so like, all right, now answer it the right way. But like, (laughs) truthfully, I mean, like, legitimately, is it bad or.
3: Here's the thing. Here's a a counter question. Do you really think that that gets more people into it rather than. You you think more people start to hunt because of the people they follow on social media, the women right. that they follow I think on social media. Here, a here's a the question
1: is, what is the objective? Is the objective to get likes and engagement and follows from men? Or is it to get new female hunters into the field? Because I, I feel I like if it's the second question, no. if that's the objective, it's not going to happen. If it's to get engagement from your current followers who are mostly men, I feel like that would probably be effective. Is it the right thing to do? That's up to the company and the brand, really. So,
0: so you say you were working in the outdoor industry, right? Mm-hmm. Would you employ those tactics or no?
1: Would I employ those tactics? It, it. So the only way that I would get to make those decisions if is if I was in charge of the brand, if I was the brand manager or the CEO or somebody like that. Oh, uh, you.
0: But you really believe that these people who are worth millions of dollars, like of c- certain companies, right? You think they're really looking on Instagram, being like, "We should sponsor her." We should sponsor her. I feel like they delegate. I think they're that looking at the, the metrics.
1: Line. when When I look at it, I'm a digital marketing person. When I look at it, we look at influencers across the board. We look at the metrics. We look at do they pair with our brand? Do their followers match our followers or the followers that we want? All of these things are looked at in the metrics. So a lot of decisions that you're talking about are made based on data. And then that has to be balanced with the brand impact long-term. And in digital marketing, a lot of times the long-term brand impact gets sacrificed for how many clicks do we need? How many followers do we wanna gain this month? All of that stuff. Um, So it just just depends on your objectives and who's making the decisions. If I was a brand manager, I'm thinking about the long-term. I don't care as much about that. If I'm the digital marketing manager, I care more about that. So it's just, it just depends on what your decision making tree is within that organization and who has more influence.
3: So, at, do you think that the decision to go with somebody in a sex sells, you know, scenario th- is that going to be like, okay, we're flipping the switch and we're just going to own it? Or is that going to be like, a, oh, we can try this
2: chick, see if it works? Yeah, you can always or- disassociate. Dude, okay. like, let's be honest though, right? Like, look at some of these brands, right? Like, there's there's a huge redneck aspect to hunting, okay? Yeah. And, like, just based on what I know about Midwest Flyways, 95% of our audience is men. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? That's not what YouTube says, but yeah. That is what YouTube says. No.
0: It's at least 12% women. At least.
2: Okay. Right. Well, I can look at YouTube Studio know, right now, but, but anyway, yeah. my point in it, right, is, like, if, okay, like, you look at like these these brands like banded drake you know like these bands are solidified as like that you know right right leaning like straight redneck loving you know i mean like just being realistic like and there's nothing wrong with that i'm just saying like look at the difference that's exactly it Kristen. yeah applebee's on a friday night that's fancy Okay, that that is literally like personified like what what is it? I just slicked up our stats. Bro, bro. <laughs> That's so bad.
0: Show Kristen. I, I we have, we have our first. gender ratio here.
2: It's ninety eight or something. 05 <gasps> percent are women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, dude. So it's at least all the 12%. guys
0: love
1: that they have a almost forty it's year old a, woman on this podcast. What are you thinking?
2: Who's in charge of this at least right 12%. now. Here,
0: here's the deal, Kristen. Sex sells. We'll post a picture of you on our Instagram.
3: Obviously, when we oh yeah, I here need we go. To
1: put up some cleavage for this. <laughs> oh, like this. Man. oh
3: man. Goodness gracious. Cleavage. Yeah. The uh, this 90, is
1: topical. I'm not serious.
2: Ninety nine and a half percent are male. Okay, so my point in that, right? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. these brands, they they are what they are, dude. Like band is not going to be like some, you know, pro feminine company, right? It's just not going to happen. And and you do have brands that are like out, like for instance, Filson, you know, mm -hmm. like Filson is not like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, because
1: they're concerned with brand longevity. Look at them. Not only not only brand
2: longevity, but they are a legacy brand. Absolutely. that is more important to them. Their image in that Absolutely. is way more important than a clicker. Or like they don't need the clicker. Or the like, no, however,
0: however, companies like Sitka have been threading the needle.
3: I have a question. So there are companies that are specifically formed around, um, women like, a, and a, like selling specifically to women. And I have no idea how their metrics are or how they do on mm-hmm. sales. I mean, does anybody here know? Like, no, what they I've do, seen they them though. I've
1: had them advertised to me.
3: Feet so. f- female outdoor companies. Yeah. Yeah, really? like there's there's a camo company. Isn't it called like She Camo or something yeah. or Her Camo or I something? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, but yeah, it's, you know, and then there's um, a fishing company too that has like a million well, pro staff women <coughs> on it. But You know, mm-hmm. the
0: whole internet and how the algorithm works and Google. There are yeah.
1: multiple algorithms, but go on.
0: Sure. Well, I'm just, whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to go into every single platform, but Sorry. Roya wanted to go buy camo. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know what camo to buy this camo came up and it was like she camo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like that brand and I looked it up
1: trash.
0: I mean, it's not, it's not for me. You know, yeah. there's no waterproof. Nothing's waterproof. So it's yeah. not functional. It's not functional. No, it's just it like just
1: actually fits your body shape.
0: It's, it's camouflage. It's like green. Unlike
1: everything else.
0: Green and browns.
3: <laughs> green See, and so browns. Right there. What, what, what you're seeing right now is the difference. Because, exactly. Because for, for Kristen, it's going to be important that it like is comfortable when she's out there well that it feels like it actually fits you
1: both i want waterproof i want all the functionality that the men's clothing has but i also want it to fit my body
0: but at the same time
1: you can't get you can't get both right now unless somebody wants to put it it in the comments
0: it is there um yes sika has both
2: sika has both but for sure and you say like some brands are threading the needle They're not really because like they're accidentally threading the needle, right? Like it's perfect for Sitka if some chick is wearing their pants and a bikini top and she posts a photo, they're not sponsoring that ad, but they're also not pulling that ad down. Okay. They're not going to be like, hey, don't do this anymore because we have a million likes on it, but they're also not going to be like, we'll pay for this. What do you mean when you say they're threading the needle, Joe?
0: Well, it's like they they are hitting the female market. Okay. And the females that they are using are attractive, oh, you know. Gotcha. Okay, like okay. they are attractive, they are, but at the same time, they actually do the stuff. Like they are real deer hunters, oh, they sure. are real waterfowl hunters, whatever, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, like they still understand. Like they helped um, build the women's line. Like, hey, what do we need to do better That's on nice. our stuff?
2: That's good. And so, they
0: and they answered and they said these things. So when I when Judy, my stepmom, Kristen and I stepmom asked me, "Hey, I'm going to be doing you know deer hunting and waterfowl hunting." I hit up two of those girls, and they both hit me back and they're like, "Okay, so she's this tall, she weighs this much, she should get this size because of that." And I was like, "Wow. wow that's okay. Awesome. That's pretty cool." And it fit that's Judy great. perfect. It fit Judy perfect. Nice. And she's a huge Sitka gal, you know, especially for whitetail.
1: That's great. Right? Yeah, she's she a, gets, she's a serious hunter.
0: Yeah, no, she's she's pretty badass actually. She is. But she gets really cold just yeah. because she's like
2: 128
3: women have pounds women poor circulation yeah. yeah so here's i have
2: a question comparatively for you, Joe.
3: yeah sure. so the if you were following somebody who you saw holding a duck right okay a, a woman that you saw holding a duck right and then you, as you follow her she starts to post more scantily clad photos would that get you to unfollow her yeah is the effect of essentially Like your follow, is it based on, what is it based on? Is it based on the amount of clothing or is it based on the amount of effective hunting and quality I enjoy their content and
0: what kind of content they're putting out there. So if they're putting out like, hey, you know, it's the off season. I'm, you know, I own 20,000 acres, right? And I really like to duck hunt. This is, I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, but they they like pride themselves on being a really good duck hunter and they own bunch of land Mm -hmm. so they would post pictures in the off season of them going out like getting those properties ready for duck hunting whatever or during season they post a bunch of pictures of them killing birds whatever you know so basically but the second that they start selling their body and you can just a, a lot of times you can tell by the hashtags and the tags so if they tag like 30 people in a picture it's like okay done done However, so it's, it's like it's more babes so, and basses and it, like
3: it's more so the um the desire for attention that is a turn off for you than than it is cuz like cuz using hashtags is an effective marketing tool. Like, you know, you and tagging certain people is is effective based on the sponsors that you have, based on the people that you want to get attention for. And so like, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate to try and, you know, kind of mm-hmm. narrow down what the what it is that you know really is the follower unfollow for somebody like yourself?
1: It sounds like authenticity. Yeah.
0: yeah,
3: yeah. There you go. That's a really good word, just like sentimentality. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so, can you get then, me something else? So, so now my further question then is: How many people do you think in the hunting industry agree with you in that?
2: Mm. Very few. I don't Very know. few. That,
3: how many people of? Of our demographic, our ninety nine and a half percent men. Why? How many? How many people of them do you think agree um, with with you in that, Joe? Very few, though. Right? It Has to be. Is is he texting? I
0: don't he's know. what He's literally just, no, no. I'm looking like up. Not, a, I'm looking up a really good example okay. right now. Well, nobody's I gonna be able to see you. it. So,
1: um, what do you think? A, but I'm also in a relationship. <laughs> only so like the data, Only the data will tell you that, which I'm guessing is you're looking up an example post.
0: Yeah. So like here. Here's a really good one. Um, a girl is in a bikini in September of 2018, but she's she's holding a uh, probably, but it says because I'm worth it. You're crazy, baby. If you think I don't know it, with like a bunch of like note symbols, so she looks like that in a bikini, holding a duck call next to her chest. You know? Oh yeah. It, it's shitly, it's <laughs> shit. It's how many? How many likes? I don't know. Five hundred and forty-three. And,
3: yeah, you I know think but that anybody
1: that looks at that would understand that she's not a serious hunter. That's probably her <laughs> boyfriend's hat, her boyfriend's duck call and lanyard. And you can just see that she's not a hunter. So if you're following for hunting content, you got played. Like that's just, <laughs> right. that's it. But if you want to follow for hunting sort of content and you're also interested in that other stuff, then hey, you found the right person.
3: So what if some, what if a girl buys our uh, Midwest Flyways merch that you can get at midwestflyways.com slash shop? <laughs> Where is it and post on their Instagram? That's a are great you, question. <laughs> are you going to be like, you faker! Unfollow! <laughs> 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 oh.
0: oh my gosh. Slash, I guess. That's um. question. But like, you have no problem going and leaning up against a tree and peeing or pooping in the woods. You know, revealing you like
1: fact, but okay. Yeah.
0: But like, and, and I asked dad some questions to ask you and he's like, well, you know, Kristen was never afraid to like, she could always shit and piss
1: because he taught me when I was four.
0: Right. <laughs> right. But it's a valuable skill nonetheless, isn't it? It is.
1: But you know what? He was a good dad. And he always brought me toilet paper. Dads. If you are taking your young people out, always have TP in your hunting bag.
2: Totally. No, I don't That's even. That's why dads carry duffel bags, huh? because right. like when you you when you come to a blind gotta have a murse a fucking bag of shells in your gun we yeah, got a lot Kristen,
3: of dad listeners on this Kristen that's uh, right this is We're what I bring go dads
0: this is what I bring 52% hunting. I bring my gun that age. Bring a box of out. shells and what was the other thing
2: that's it totally
0: I, I bring different. my gun in a box of shells so that's all I bring I mean your but calls here, are on your
2: neck but. yeah.
1: but here's the deal if you're gonna bring your girls out make it a little bit cushy yeah it, and this could be your young girls, your daughters, your girlfriend, your wife. They appreciate a little bit of the bougie experience, even if it's a bottle of rosé in a cooler. <laughs> even if it's coffee Baileys in the blind. Even if, at like, toilet paper in your duck bag. You know what? You thought of them, and you're getting them ready to have a good time. You're making sure they're warm. You have the little things that you can break up and put in your gloves, the hot hands. You've got that stuff. You want them to be comfortable. If you want your girls to like hunting from a young age, girlfriends, wives, make it just a little bit bougie. And then go out of your way, go, go out of your way. Because if you want them to come back with you, that's what you need to do. If it's going to be cold and rainy and they're going to be cold and there's nothing to warm them up from the inside or from the outside. And they're just looking at ducks, looking at you like, this is it. That's not gonna be good for you.
2: <laughs> did Rob be no, make it bougie? There's gonna advice. be no
1: repeat. Hell yeah, my dad made it bougie.
2: Yeah, he
0: he he brought <laughs> so much food, did. coffee.
1: There was so many hot snacks. apple cider. There were, there were peanut butter cups. There yeah. were snap peas. Snap there peas. There was yep. coffee, Baileys. There <gasps> was water bottles. Anything we could ever want. <laughs> And just silliness. Just like being silly. Don't be so serious.
0: Don't be so crazy. Don't okay? be so
1: serious. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be such a thing. Like have yeah. some fun putting the decoys out. Let, yeah. let people participate. If people want to lay back, let them lay back. And then so just be like, okay, wait for this. Wait for this. This is how it happens. Like so you're letting them in on a secret. It's great.
0: So then- that brought us into my my next thing that I want to talk to you about is Segway. what is another way? Segway. <laughs> let's talk about a segue.
2: Se- you. Oh. So you too much a like on one podcast. <laughs> oh my word.
0: So what's another good way to get people's daughters or girlfriends out into the blind to duck hunt with them to help them experience or to help them understand why we're so obsessed with this and why we need to be gone for sixty days?
1: Ooh. Well, that's gonna be a tough sell um
0: but you're a wife yeah you've been a daughter, like you've been there so like what's a good way to get these guys to get their girlfriends to either come with them or just to understand why we need to do these things because you understand why we need to do these things
1: i do i do um
3: that's a good question thank you
1: it's a great question um i think involving them in the experience is great so, so making it bougie so when they come if, out. Well, if you're, if you're really getting into it, if you're like just starting out, you're really getting into it. You're gone a couple of times. You're starting to hear the like, where are you? Do you need to be gone this long? Like, mm. cause we've all done that. That's not the wife impression. That is the spouse impression. That's like any wife that's had their husband golf too much. It goes both ways. So it's, or vice versa. Like, you're out with the ladies too much. What are you doing on girls' night? It's, is book club actually book club or is it wine night? It's like, mm. <laughs> um. So I think having them experience it with you, especially if you're just getting into it um, and giving them a little bit of a bougie experience, letting know that you've thought about it ahead of time, putting the rosé in the in the cooler or whatever you're going to do. I think that's really important.
3: So let me let me make sure I get your question right, Joy, because I'm going to re- rephrase it a little bit. Yeah. Um. It's because they're not every not every girlfriend, sister, wife no. wants to go. No. Um, yeah. Like,
2: because for instance, like my wife, that ain't her thing. Bro. <laughs> so here's here's here's, here's, a, here's a better that. question: oh,
3: cool. What is an effective way to show your significant other how much something like this means to you
2: mm. without I, making them think it means more to you than they do?
1: Oh, this is like (laughs) psychiatric marital advice. (laughs) I am not qualified to give a response to this, uh, but I will do my best. Um, First question to your point. um, She pointed at
3: Cal. Everybody, yeah.
1: To Cal's point, not everybody is into this. Not everybody is outdoorsy. I would say if they are not a person to get up and do a sunrise hike because they just love being outdoors and they love being in God's creation and they just want to see everything. Like if they're not the person that would do that, they're probably not the person that's going to get in a duck blind. Yep.
2: At 4am. At
1: 4am. Like you're just, it's, it's going to be an insurmountable ask for that person. And that's yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. That's just fine. Everybody has their own modes.
3: Um,
1: and, it, and it
2: will turn them off to it.
1: Absolutely, be yeah, like, You yeah, have
2: a you horrible
1: experience. You
2: torture yourself it every single time. How much rosé you put in the bag? <laughs> it dude. does
1: not matter.
2: You're cold. If it's you get tanked in the it blind sucks. and you're
1: freezing and you've just slept for three hours, you're just like, what did I just do?
2: Yeah. Nobody
0: wake, wants that. You wake up and smell frogs. <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, that's most people's experience on a Friday night in your 20s, but <laughs> <laughs> you just smell swamp when you wake dude. up hungover. <laughs> for so many reasons um but then the other question was how do you how do you convey to them why you love it how much you love it when they just don't get it that's hard I think that's hard and I you know I don't know if you'll ever understand each other's hobbies like my husband is a big video gamer for years I just loathed Him playing his video games. Because I'm just like, I do not get it. I don't participate in that world. I've never played video games. And Mm. he's just like fully in, like all in. And I have never appreciated it, but I've learned to appreciate him and that he needs his hobbies and I need my hobbies. And so I don't know if you can do that for another person instead of just maybe encouraging them in their hobbies and just comparing it that way. Like you love book club or you love golfing or you love softball or you love whatever they love. And then I love this. Like that's, that's my thing. That's your thing. And that's okay. And we both have our things. So it's what is
3: it that helped you develop into that understanding? It's just like, I'm never going to get this, but I know you love it. So great. Being emotionally tactful,
1: <laughs> emotionally tactful.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, you, you just understand people a lot better than most people. I'd say,
2: dude, I'm going to say this nice right now, like being a good spouse truthfully, is trying to understand when you don't understand, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, even if you don't totally get it, you support either way, you know, like you back them and you're like, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to get this. And so I'm not going to really try. What I'm going to try to do is realize that it's important to you. And if truthfully, if your spouse isn't happy, if they're not passionate about life in general, They're not going to be happy with you and they're not going to be passionate about life with you. Mm. Mm. I had a pastor say, did we just get really deep? (laughs) deep. deep. Yeah. But I mean, that's true though, right? Like you want your spouse to be passionate. You want them to be happy. And if these things make them happy and passionate, then that's a good thing for you.
1: I had a pastor say once, oh shoot, I lost it. I didn't plug all the holes when they came, when the idea came in.
3: (laughs) Uh
1: -oh. (laughs) Oh, he said, stay curious. He said, You gotta stay curious when you're in a relationship. Tell me why you love that video game. Tell me why you love to get up at 4 a.m. and go duck hunt. Tell me why you love to do these things. So, yeah. if you do that for your spouse's hobbies, tell me why you need to buy those pair of shoes and be genuinely, genuinely. I got mm-hmm. a couple glasses of wine. They fed me. Don't blame me. <laughs> genuinely curious of like gen, it has to be genuine. Be genuinely curious about their hobbies; they'll give you a little bit more slack on yours.
0: All right, Mm -hmm. I dig that. So, guys, in summation, for the last ten minutes, for the ninety-nine (laughs) point five percent of people listening, Um, be genuine about how. Be genuinely curious about their hobbies and what your girlfriend or wife likes, and then they should be able to understand. And bring rose into the blind. Bring rose. I would. I would. I would suggest (laughs) Bailey's coffee because who doesn't love Bailey's?
2: I will I also, know. I'm going to throw this out there too. Like the waterfall life, like truthfully, if you're like really obsessed with it, it is tough. Like asking Toby Brolin is like too. I mean, you asked, we asked Toby, how do you get your <laughs> wife to understand that you're like gone all the time doing this? And he's like, mm. you, you can't. Yeah. You know, you, you honestly can't like, it's not like you golf at 10 AM until two and you're done and you do that on Saturday. You know, if you like really love waterfowl on the way home from work, you're going to scout, stop and ask for permission. You know, now you're home late for dinner. Then on Saturday and Sunday, you're scouting after you hunt. And he's like, dude, like you're gone a lot. Like you're gone more than people with other hobbies. Yeah. He's like, you need to marry somebody who is independent and understanding, like truthfully. Because like at the end of the day, it is going to be tough. Like if you're really obsessed with anything.
1: Well that's on the same side on the on the female side. If you marry a female workaholic, it's going to be that same way. If they totally. work till 8 p.m. every night, if you marry a lawyer, that's that's just how it is. If you marry a doctor, that's how it is. If you yeah. marry somebody that works in marketing and advertising agencies, that's just how it is. <laughs> you're working on a pitch till 2 a.m. or you're traveling a bunch. That's just that's just how it is. The difference is that it's between work and a hobby. It's something that you're choosing versus something that you're getting paid for. So if you're going to dedicate that much time to a hobby, when you're with your, your person, you better give them 110%, just like you're giving 110% to your scouting mm. and your calling and all that other stuff because they're going to feel it if you give 110% yeah. to your hobby, but like 50% to them, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel good.
0: Chris, that's epic. Mm. That's pretty epic, actually. This is
3: like drop. This is
2: like advice for dudes out there.
3: <laughs> Title of the podcast. Real world advice for every hunting male.
2: <coughs> yeah,
3: want to <laughs> keep your spouse while
0: you're a hunter?
1: Let's work on this. Let's, let's, let's title. Yeah, Let, well, let's. Uh, we'll work on
2: that. Well, you're a marketing. <laughs> yeah, girl. she's you like. Yeah, help. we're. Let's not talk about.
0: This I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'll pay you in. So I'll you over there?
2: Uh, shut in up. In Malbec. I'll pay you in Malbec.
1: I'll settle for a chateau de pop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My God.
2: Yeah, I think it's an interesting topic. It is, it is. It's definitely interesting. Like when I first started hunting, I had already met my now wife, mm. and I was so not she a hunter. Knew what she was getting into no. I'm oh, saying I didn't. met her before I really started hunting hard. Oh, before? Sorry, I didn't Cause Cause yeah, I'm, like, I'm the one who brought Cal. Yeah, because oh. she met me playing football. Then football ended.
0: Big football <laughs> smash. You know, <laughs> football
2: ended though, and then I started hunting. Yeah. And that sort of replaced like a lot of my time and passion that was focused on football. Mm-hmm. And initially she's like, What what is going on? Like this is full blown your like life now mm-hmm. out of nowhere. So blamed. It is Joey.
0: And then you blamed me. Didn't nice. you?
2: No, absolutely not. She already hated you, so, so it was easier for her to blame you anyway. Yeah, she didn't like me right away. So it yeah. <laughs> took about That's eighteen fair. years. Yeah. Yeah, she. Yeah. Uh, which one's the boo box? Which, if you've met, don't put my wife in the boo box. Too. No, it's me in the boo box.
0: She put yeah, you. You are, are in the, the boo box. box. Yeah, you're in the boo no. box.
2: She put me in the boo box. Yeah. So now the boo box is the green one. Yeah.
1: So now, how does she feel? How have you guys worked this out? <coughs> now, in practicality, yeah. You are an example. Okay.
2: Well, here's here's one thing that's done a lot for us. Can actually, I, can I help? No, no. Can, can it I is, is not just, your story. It's, it's <laughs> literally, literally, I was just going <laughs> to summarize it. No. You were going to summarize it for me yeah
1: it is his life
2: shush it uh my wife is a career woman now which has done a lot because now she's so focused and passionate about what she does that she's like no i kind of get it now like Mm. you're doing that thing that's cool it makes you feel like you're alive this is you know something that makes me feel like i'm alive so she works a lot um but you know on top of that too i think honestly she was like well i love you and you're not going to stop doing this Mm. so like you know how you said like you didn't understand your husband's video gaming for so long and yeah. now you're just kind of like okay like it's what you're gonna do like you're not gonna stop doing that it makes you happy i mean it's kind of how my wife is you know like eventually she was just like well we're gonna be together i love you it's fine i don't get this but it's not gonna change so well mm-hmm. and,
0: and one thing um when annie moved up to the cities she wasn't from here mm-hmm. so when right when they started living together she knew no one up here so when Cal would go and do other things, she's like, what the fuck?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and then and then, yeah. and then now
0: she's found what she wants to do every day. Yeah. Now she has a lot of friends in that area. Yeah. So they hang out all the time now. So now, it's, it a not lot a, easier. now it's not a big deal, yeah. you know. But back then when she didn't know anyone, she was in school full time. She was working full time. Mm-hmm. Like and then when she had a free day and Cal had a free day, he'd be scouting for ducks. Mm-hmm. She's like, what the fuck? You know. So that's a <clears throat> so that's that's what I was going to summarize it as was. But
1: like you could have taken her scouting for ducks.
0: No, nah, that's true. She might <laughs>
3: I've,
2: I've not enjoyed for ducks. it. I've but taken. You know her what scouting you offered. You offered. No, and I did offer. Yeah, I have offered. She learned very quickly. That's not her thing, and it's great. not fun. <laughs> you know.
1: Well, at least she knows what you're doing instead of like, what the hell is he doing for eight hours?
2: Yeah, and I don't think that was ever the like question either. I think it was just like she had no plans. She had nothing. It was like me. Yeah. No, is it like I I asked her to move move here? Yeah, all her friends were there.
0: Kristen. So what I told every girlfriend from twenty, Cal, you think it was twenty?
2: Now was Joey understanding about that? Absolutely not. Hundred percent, no, no.
0: But what I told every girl from twenty on is like, hey, I'm going to be doing this from this to then, from September to December Mm -hmm. or through December. Um, you can come with me. You can do it with me, but this is exactly what I'm going to do every single weekend. If you don't like it, that's fine. It's not going to work out. However, if you want to like try to make it work, you're more than welcome to. Like I will never not invite you to something. You're always invited. That's good. However, I'm going to do this, so just know that. <laughs> from
2: well, for that's these cool. Three and to guess, four and months, guess
1: who hunts with you sometimes? Roya, your girl.
2: Yeah, my girl. This guess, is hilarious though. Like, think about the way. Think about the way you presented that just now. (laughs) Like it's so like harsh, dude. No, I just I'm summarizing. Yeah, so so like I know we're on our second date, and like here's the thing, okay? (laughs) I basically can't see you from September to December unless you want to see me. It's very very peacock. If that's a problem for you, (laughs) this ain't gonna work. Get the fuck (laughs) out, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I know that's not how you said it, and I know that's not how you said it to Roya.
0: No, no, Mm -hmm. I just told her, hey. I have a little bit of an obsession. Now it's a second business. Um, I'm going to be doing this from here to here. Now I still want to spend time with you. I'm not going to say you're not going to see me. However, if you don't want to do these things with me, we aren't going to have a whole lot of time together Mm -hmm. during these times.
1: Yeah.
0: Now I'm opening that for us, for you. Mm -hmm. So you're more than welcome to. However, this this is what I'm going to be doing. So now it's not just for fun. Now it's a business.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my problem. Every time I hunt is for a business. Went mm-hmm. out really, really, like one day last year where I was like, "There's, I'm gonna get no content from this, nothing. I'm just gonna go out for myself." Is that when
2: you um, Grant and I went out? No, he no. he deer hunted by himself. Yeah, it was year.
3: it was a deer hunt. It was it was an archery deer hunt. I drove down to Wabasha, went set up in a stand all day, and didn't see anything
1: do you feel like that'll change for you in this next year
3: for what for hunting by myself? yeah i don't know or just being able to hunt for fun i hope so i I hope that i I was gonna say do you want to change yeah i hope i can the i've you know now with my employee going on most of the elk hunts by you Mm. know with by himself i'm able to have more time and i really like i don't know i hope that it does but one thing that's tough for you too Mm. though is i
2: feel like you're just as passionate about making cool videos Mm -hmm. yeah and so like you, uh, you're torn cause you're like,
3: yeah. and it, well, I also very, very much enjoy the fact that I can make cool videos, tell my own stories, whatever story I want to, and it produce something, uh, whether that mm. be a followership, whether that be content, whether that be, you know, finances, um, in the future, that's, I, that really is yeah. my passion. That's what I enjoy and yeah. that's what I love to do. Yeah, But it's, it's a totally little bit a, of a different from what you were talking about earlier about yeah. like your work or versus your hobby. Like my work is my hobby, you know. That's and it's, a
1: very rare position to be in. Yeah. And, and I know that it's like, oh, well, you should just relish in that. But it also does create that internal struggle. Like I want to do this for me, but oh, I could be making so much money at the same time. It's like. Yep.
0: Ah. Yeah. So, so like obviously you being late 20s, you're doing it for the money so you can set yourself up for the rest of your life.
3: Yeah, there's there's a point where something has to you know it has to either scale or it has to be, you know, done with. Like I can I don't know I I think I found that healthy balance, um, where it's it hasn't been like a, you weren't I'm not blinded by passion. Like I still mm. have been able to progress in life. Um, that's true, actually. You know? I, I haven't so noticed that. that. That that's that's something that I knew. You're so like, wise. <laughs> that's something that I knew kind of going into doing video. It's just like if. Am I going to make myself um, like I I don't want to be the type of person that that can't work for a boss, you know, Mm. because of being just being so used to working for myself. And if I if it is something that I'm not that's that's not feasible, that is not good for my relationship, that's not good for my finances or for my family. That's something I can walk away from or transform it so that it can be good for those things, because otherwise it's not a true business, you know, like a business is, um, adaptable if it, in its truest form, you know, and it's, if you are, um, just doing it because you love it, it's like, okay, that's great. But at some point in time that might not, you know, that you might have to sacrifice time with your family. You might have to sacrifice your finances. And that's something that I think if it's built properly, you don't have to do, you know, but it's, it's getting Mm -hmm. to that point. So Connor so, uh,
0: just started seriously seeing someone. What in February, yeah. March? Ooh. Um. So have you don't you, have a
1: girl on these to go. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need that sound. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my god. We need so more maybe not that. Oh my god. David. No, don't put so, that on there. <clears throat> Connor. <clears throat> so Connor. Yes. What is the conversation you had with Morgan? Um, regarding so, regarding Midwest flyways, regarding hunting
3: work, you know all yeah. that stuff.
0: How how did you explain it to her?
3: So I, when I first talked to her on the phone, we were at our last hunt of the year. Okay. And hmm. so it was, I have been in the off season almost the entire time. I did go turkey hunting and wow. While, wow. While oh, that's right. She hasn't seen you yes. during season. Oh, so no.
2: <laughs>
3: so updates well, to come initially, initially, like we were talking a good amount during the day and. And I was just like, yeah, this is great, but like, you know, just so you know, like it's going to change. It's going to Um, fall away. Like, it's like, I, and I want to provide as much time as I can. And like I, you know, like I just said, I hope that this business is structured enough that I can do that. Um, I don't know, but she, she has fully prepared herself for a a good, and the other thing is that we're distanced. She's in Florida. Mm, Um, so that's different. The other, um, You know, so when I do go down there, like I do try and be fully present ten percent. Yeah. When I'm down there. Way to go, bro. The thank you. The harder part is when I'm back here and stuff has to get done, Mm -hmm. you know. And and so I don't know how it's gonna happen when I'm up at four AM and then I have I need to nap, you know, during her lunch break and so we can't talk. Like I don't know how that's gonna go. I know that I do need to be intentional about things and, and taking setting aside time so that she knows that I am choosing her. And, you know, that I do desire to talk to her. It's just that sometimes that things just get hard. You know, and Kristen and I,
0: well, I don't know about you actually, but I was just always taught from my parents' relationship, falling apart and getting divorced is um, communication is a huge thing. So like every relationship I've ever been in, I've communicated how I feel and like what I'm doing. So i am be like, hey, I'm going to be in Alaska for five days. You're not going to hear from me. Just a heads up. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go to Alaska. They're not going to hear from me for five days and I get back and they'll be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like then, I will, yeah. I will say, Hey, love you later. Yeah. I'll and talk that, to you in five days. That you is know what I mean? huge.
3: And that, pre- that, you know, preface is huge because when I went turkey hunting, I was not <laughs> expecting to have any cell phone service. Right. And I ended up having cell phone service every single day. And so I was able to talk to her every day. And she was like, this is great. This is awesome. Like, I didn't think I was going to get to talk, you know, to talk to you. But something like this week where I didn't realize I was going to be working 46 hours, you know, on something that I couldn't talk and I didn't know, you know, I had all these other things scheduled. You know, I, that's, that kind of a thing snuck up and that's when I got to be more clear. I think
1: Mm -hmm. that's great though. Over deliver. If you're going to go on a hunting trip, if you're going to go on a weekend, say, you know, if you think you might not have cell service, if you think you might not have time, if you think you're gonna have short conversations, say that. And then if you end up having cell service or if you end up having a half an hour where you do get to talk, they're like, Oh bonus, but never under deliver, like like you guys just said. Yeah. yeah. Well, promise over deliver. Yeah. No, when that's literally that's
0: literally my motto in life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a piece of shit. But, but at the end of the day, I'm a hero, you know? I'll just <laughs> let everyone know that I'm a I'm a piece of dog shit. Like, hey, you see that thing laying in the yard? Yeah, that's me. You just I said you're know. a piece
1: of dog shit and a hero at the same time. No, <laughs> but
0: understand. then at the end of the day, I'm better than dog shit because I did X, Y, and Z. I
2: don't know, dude. I feel like you over and underdeliver a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be there in 10 minutes... Means okay, I'll that's be there in fair. 45 minutes. Like,
1: hey, why don't you come over for dinner? I'm gonna get all the groceries. We'll make this amazing meal.
2: Don't uh-huh. even start with Ten me.
1: Ten minutes before, I'm like, um, are we doing anything? Should I just bring food from my house? Yeah, I'll do that.
2: Or like when we say that we have new stuff coming out, like new. That merch. doesn't count. <laughs> when we have like new merch coming out, and then you say that we have it coming out, and then we don't actually end up having it come out because we can't get it or something.
1: But I'm glad you're good with Royal.
2: Thank you. Yeah, That's as a really long as you're nailing example, it, in yeah. that me and Connor will settle for all the letdowns. Don't say nailing it, but <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> oh, I'm nailing it. So, Jesus, <laughs> Chris, just A lot just of disgusting. editing, <laughs> A lot of editing. Fourteen to do.
0: hands, wine tasting so good oh, right wow. now. Better no. than your comments. So, Kristen, shut up. So, Kristen, shut up. And Kristen, we. So, like, you have a. You are a female. You have a female perspective. I am a female. Right? female. Kristen's the first female we've had on the podcast, isn't it? What? I don't know. Well, you do well, have 99.9% males as your audience. Yeah, we know Sarah. our demographic. That's fine. We had a couple that just oh, came on as like guests. Well, they were briefs. Yeah. Briefs. They, were, they were like 10-minute intervals while like, they were just hanging out over there and were like, come here. But Oh, that sounds like a groupie. Yeah. That's I, don't, weird. I feel like Whatever. you no. no like, hey. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> Anyway, anyway.
3: Is are you wondering if this is a success, if we should have another female on, what kind of females nope. do nope. they want to see, what nope. uh, what, do you, what nope. do you what's the question, what's the fact?
0: Kristen, so yeah. we we already kind of touched on like for all the guys listening to the podcast, for only guys listening to the podcast, how to get their wives, girlfriends, whatever to be accepting of this ridiculous hobby that we are it is all ridiculous, obsessed I'm with, it. Yeah. you know, um to understand or to get into. But my final question is how do we get more women involved into the sport? Yeah, that's a good how do question. you think we should get more women involved in the sport via our channel or via the channels that we're like a part of?
1: So this is awesome. I was thinking about this on the way over um, because I didn't I had no idea what questions you guys were gonna ask. I had no idea what we were going to talk about, but I was thinking about this exact question. And my my best answer is get your daughters out get young ladies out that, that you know. I think the first thing on people's minds when they have a nephew or when they have a son, it's like, I'm gonna get him out in the blind with me. Change your perspective a bit and just say, it's a kid that wants to be in the outdoors or deserves to be in the outdoors. Get them outdoors. Give them an experience. It doesn't matter if they're a girl or a boy. I grew up as my dad's first son. We like to joke, but I'm very girly. I'm I'm sitting here in a collared shirt and I'm a marketing person and I'm, I'm very girly. I'm wearing Mm -hmm. lipstick. I drink wine. I have all of the girly attributes and I also hunt and I love to hunt and I love to do the outdoors stuff. And I, I just, I don't, don't be limited by your own perspective or what you grew up with. Like get the young girls out hunting. I think that's the first priority. That's the easiest way to get girls in the blind and girls out hunting and, and girls with guns. I think it's great. Um, second would be the bougie hunting experience. If you're trying to convert somebody when they're older, definitely do it if they're already an outdoorsy person. Somebody that would go for that, you know, sunrise hike. Try to get them out. See if they're interested. See if they're into it. Give them a bougie hunting experience or two. Um, those would be my best, my best tips.
2: So you don't think like guys showing like more cleavage you know like <laughs> holding a duck you don't think that will work
3: not the reverse
1: uh
2: yeah, that like never the river, shows up like, in my yeah. feed so okay i'm gonna go with no that's because there is none of it so i'm just wondering if like it needs to get started i don't know there's a really famous guy on tiktok right now really like, yeah okay
1: i yeah there are some um
2: you know like that firefighter mentality you yeah know, like, the, f-
1: the firefighter thing the you know very like southern you know whatever yeah. I, I think that's definitely out there, the like country singer vibe where they wear tight T-shirts and <laughs> tight jeans yeah, 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 and yeah, all yeah. of that. I don't see that in the hunting world and I don't see that type of marketing targeted toward me and I would be demographically the right person to target that too. Yeah, so,
2: yeah like I said, it's it's a new idea. Big big fireman calendar. It's a, it's a calendar new idea. Yeah. Girl. yeah, farmer <laughs> calendar thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like guy... I think they have those. Like yeah. Joey... <laughs> Joey could be like we could start pawning him off to Should like make that type of like, you know, demographic, like shirtless Joey holding three ducks.
1: You know, whoever is um, your brand person, I would discuss it with them and sure. they can make that decision.
2: Connor, so what do you think about <laughs> 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 making a calendar? Yeah. Like a like a Midwest Lowe's shirtless calendar. Okay. <laughs> I
3: don't know.
1: <laughs> That's not my decision. Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh boy.
0: So for everyone wondering, we are hiring Kristen as our marketing manager for bottles of wine (laughs) and that's it because that's all we can afford and state farm pens because that's what we have here at the table on the table and we also have camo retro coasters that we can pay you in as well
2: well kristen thank you so much for coming on we really appreciate it uh slash shop boys and girls yes (laughs) mostly mostly boys apparently love it i put new stuff Uh, on there (laughs) Transfer stickers, die cut stickers. We got new shirts. We got new, oh, before we leave. If you don't give us a review, just stop listening. I I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Just, no, just. So, no, quit listening, dude. Here,
0: but remember, six episodes ago or whatever, I said we'd give a big giveaway once we hit 500 reviews. Yeah.
2: We're Ooh. at like 320. Every time we ask, we like 8. Ooh. If you didn't give us a review, just stop listening now. I'm over it.
0: <laughs> no, we're going to give away something hurts. badass and worth it. And we're going to go through our reviews. Yeah. And we're going to give it away based on the reviews. And some people are
2: going to be in big fucking trouble, dude. Big, big
0: <laughs> yeah. fucking trouble, yeah. dude. Yeah. And here's the deal, Kristen will come slap you, along with the giveaway prize. So in person, in person, no, yeah. digitally. Not, yeah, this is digitally this is yeah.
2: bad. All right, All right well, here we go. you know. Oh, one more thing.